This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a special edition of the Cards Cast as we are doing our State of the Position series. We've already touched base on the quarterbacks, running backs, basically touched base on the entire offense. So we're now flipping to the other line of the scrimmage. We're going to focus on the defense, starting with the defensive line. I'm Cardinal Authority public, or Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demlin. And Jody, this is an area uh, where you know depth is needed, experience is needed, and you're needing some young guys and some newcomers to kind of step up. There are some veterans there, but it's certainly, if you're looking at the roster, an area that you're going to want to see step up and perform even better than they did in 20. Yeah, but, but Michael... I- I have to like them better than I did this time last year, just simply because there's more bodies. Look, we saw last year, the first game I'll never forget in doing my thing on the radio and, uh, and Paul Rogers at one point in uh, around halftime, he, he was down, he goes, how many defensive linemen are they going to use? And and it, and it is, it's like they rotate them in and out, in and out, in and out. And I think in the first game last year, they played 11 guys, if I'm not mistaken. And I think 14 was the number that they got to by the end of the year, but really quite honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from the guys that were there because they tried, but you know, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 were guys that probably shouldn't have been seeing time were young guys or guys that, you know, kind of weren't ready for that. And and now they've got uh, Mark Ivy said eight. I don't, I don't, I don't want to miss. I, I don't, I don't know how he gets to 18 because I'm trying to figure out it must be a couple walk-ons that they've, that they've put on the line. But uh, he says they have 18 in the room, which is a, a lot more than they had last year. I think they only had 14 in the room last year, um, but they've got some quality as well, Michael. And Jared Goldwire starts that because I think he's going to be a monster in the middle for Louisville. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of where it begins with Jared Goldwire. You know, he's kind of been a guy that you've kind of been waiting to see what he can do. He came to Louisville at a junior college with a lot of, you know, a lot of hype, a lot of expectations and some really promising, you know, high praise, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, and he obviously had to sit behind, you know, Gigi Robinson, more of a reserve role, you know, and now stepping into this year, six foot six, 305. I mean, that's that's a monster. There at nose tackle for Louisville, and unfortunately, we're not able to see him every day in camp. And now that they're switched over to practice, but the response from Coach Satterfield, you know, from Mark, from Mark Ivy, from Brian Brown, the defensive coordinator, has been nothing but really good uh, for Jared Goldwire. They said he's kind of stepped into that role, not only putting more uh, responsibility on his shoulders for making sure he's getting that play, but also from a leadership standpoint, which you like to hear as well. You know, so it starts right there in the middle with Jared Goldwire, obviously a big body. And, you know, he, he has the accolades and now it's time to perform. That's the, that's the whole thing about him is he's got the big body. He's strong. He's athletic. He is very, very, very talented and uh, and a smart player. And I know that they they really like him uh, and, and what he has done in the offseason and, and so far in preseason. You know, behind him is I'm OK on the two defensive end spots because I like what they've got at those spots. I like the depth that they are building at those spots, and I think they'll be okay there. 
Behind Jared Goldwire is where I'm a little bit I'm a little bit concerned. Malik Clark needs to step up and play a little better than he did last year. And Henry Bryant, mm-hmm. I think, can really be that guy moving forward. I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Everybody's gonna mention he's not that big, but that this is what Mark Ivey likes. He likes a guy that's around five eleven, six foot, and then you know, two, 280, 285 pounds and and is fast and athletic and can get off the ball. Um it, it's a big difference, Henry Bryant and Jared Goldwire, 6'6", 3'10", yeah. uh, to 5'11", 280. Uh, that's a big difference. But, uh, uh, again, Malik Clark and Henry Bryant are both going to have to step up and play uh, a, a key role this year, I think. Yeah, I agree. And Malik Clark does need to take that next step up. He's a redshirt junior, so he's been around. He, he knows what to expect. Obviously, the second year in the Brian Brown and Mark Ivey system. So the expectations are now there for him. Obviously, Jared Goldwire is going to carry the bulk. But as you mentioned to start this podcast, they like to, to rotate. They like to keep guys fresh. So he's certainly needed. And Henry Bryant, um, you know, he's one. I got an opportunity to see him play on the prep level uh, back when Louisville went down to to Miami for that week, and we, we were able to catch some uh, future Cardinals play, and he was one that I checked out, and, you know, quite impressive. I mean, here's a kid that started out as a, as a running back, you know, so he's got the explosiveness uh, that you that you need at that nose tackle position, and just because he's shorter, he's, he's kind of a guy that is able to use that shortness kind of to his advantage. I mean, his quickness off the snap uh, uh, kind of gives him a really nice advantage you know, kind of, you know, when you're going against that offensive front. So I'm curious to see what he's going to do. Obviously a big step from high school to, to power five, but, uh, you know, really looking forward to what he can do. And as you mentioned, Mark Ivy really likes him as well. And and then you, yeah. you start looking at the defensive ends and there's, you know, somebody that's really shined there is, is one of the names that's popped up a lot is Tiberius Peterson. Yeah. So, so a defensive end, you got one side, Tiberius Peterson, uh, the redshirt senior who has really shined. And I, I remember Mark Ivy telling me last year, uh, way back in in the first signing day, uh, and, and I said, "Have you seen your guys? You know, what have you seen on tape?" And he said, "All I know is that guy that wears. I think he. I don't know what TP wore back then. He wore another number, but uh, whatever number is is, is going to be perfect for this system. And I think they've they've thought that the entire time. And I think you'll see that with Peterson this year. And on the other side, it's a guy that's just been consistent. A guy that really works his tail off. A guy that is super talented and also." A guy that is really, really, really intelligent and smart, and that's Dana Kennard. And I think those two guys, uh, you're going to see that those two guys um, are really going to be big parts of this defense and going to take a step forward this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm jacked up to see TP. We've heard a lot of guys, you know, players and coaches talk highly of him, you know, and it is his time to shine. And Dana Kennard, I mean, what can you say about him? Former walk on, you know, just one of those guys that, that has continually come to practice, done exactly, and then a little bit more of what's been asked of him. And he's got that drive and determination that often you see from walk-ons that later earn scholarships, you know, that maybe the, the the spotlight guys don't often have because they're a little bit hungrier when they don't have that scholarship, you know, and he's continued to have that drive and, you know, really looking forward to seeing the, the next level that he can take his game on in this year as well. Yeah, Nico Keek, I mean, not, not Nico Keek, Jared Jadarian Boykin. Um, I was uh, I was looking at the linebackers thinking about my tomorrow story. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jadarian Boykin and Yaya Diaby are guys that are going to play a lot. Ramon mm-hmm. Perrier is a guy who's going to play a lot. Derek Dorsey, I think, needs to step up, and, 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 and he can see some time as well. And Desmond Tell has been a guy that they really, really, really like a whole lot. Tell is, uh, is a guy that... Uh, uh, that that has quick get off 
And, uh, and I think you'll see him. I, I, if there was a red shirt rule this year, my gut feeling is that Boykin and tell would not red shirt. And I think that's exactly probably where we're at right now is those two guys um, that, that wouldn't red shirt. Uh, and then also Jared Dawson and Zach Edwards, who just kind of continue to, uh, to get better and, and try to work themselves in. But uh, uh, Boykin and Yaya, the two newcomers that they're so excited about, and Desmond Tell right there, we're really with those guys. Yeah, Jadarian Boykin and Yaya Diaby, two guys that I'm extremely excited about. The coaches raved about them uh, when they were talking about their class, their incoming class, uh, which seems like years ago now. Um, yeah, I think Jadarian Boykin at this point might be a step ahead. Uh, I don't know if that's really the right word than Yaya. I think Yaya is still, you know, just kind of getting into the mix, trying to understand the defense a little bit more. And obviously has fantastic size at 6'4", 255. So once he does, once that light bulb goes completely on for him, you know, I think he's going to be a force to reckon with as well. So, you know, clearly when you look at this defensive front, as we started off, you know, they need to take a step up from, they took a little bit step up from 28 to 2019, 18 to 19. Now they need to take an even larger step from 19 to 20. And and the depth chart is starting to fill out and they've got some more bodies to do that. No doubt about it. They got it. They got to move forward. They've got to take a big step. Goldwire is a big part of that. But when you got a guy like Peterson who can make plays as well. And I think the big thing is Mark Ivy will keep them fresh. He'll kind of keep mm-hmm. those guys from out from getting too many reps, uh, especially early in the season. You'll see that they'll uh, the starters will get more reps, you know, down the road later in the season, like they kind of did last year. But early on, they're going to keep those guys as fresh as they possibly can and try to use a little bit of the, the, the extra depth and try to use a little bit of the thing. Uh, of the of the help uh, the, the, from the newcomers uh, to uh, to bolster the defensive line. All right, that was the defensive line. Uh, a little look at our pre our position series here, uh, our state of the position on the cards cast, and the next one up will be linebacker. Speaking of a spot that has got some good new- newcomers yeah. and also Goodness. some depth on it, we'll look at linebackers next. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Demling, CardinalAuthority.com. Keep clicking and keep learning all about Louisville football as we're just about two weeks away from kickoff. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 